Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, <coughs> sharks. These actually, all jokes aside, when we talk about ambushes, yeah, an ambush could be fucking on here, and maybe not 2022, could be 2023. So, back row, we've got average experience 91, but average age is 25. That is fucking fantastic. Prop average experience 108, average age 28. I actually really like that. I want my props old, hard edge fucking dogs in the middle there. Mm. Um, hooker and, and I think like When I look at that This is what I think Brisbane lack They don't have a Fafita And a Tolman Who have played 500 games Absolutely Totally agree That are bringing through Rudolph Royce Hunt Pelé These sort of yep. guys So I will, I will say And, and I, I agree with your point I will say though When Corey Parker Got brought back in mm. As a uh, uh, so, so When they started the year 2020 Corey Parker were, And they were killing it uh, Corey Parker was at the club. And then when everything went into lockdown, he, he got, I'm pretty sure he got let go. Anyway, he's been brought back to the club. I'm pretty sure. Maybe that would have been 2021. Anyway, he's been brought back to the club. And I really had noticed a difference with the forward pack yep. and the way they played. But you, you are right. The, the hard edge guys that are leading those younger fellas, they, they really, the, it's really good that the Sharks have that. Um, really, really good. But what, what is interesting, and I, I won't keep talking about the Broncos, but Jaden Beryl, Played in the Q Cup. Really, really good young reserve grader. Back-to-back grand finals. If you're the Broncos, why aren't you signing him? You have one hooker. It makes no sense. Hey, there's, a, there's another 10 hookers playing rugby league in the world right now that they should probably have in their squad. But this kid is the standout. I thought he was in a side that was dominated by Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah. Whenever I watched him, I thought this kid was so impressive. It's an interesting signing. I, I don't... Yeah... Because, you, like, you've also got guys in the halves that I don't think, like, you've got guys in the halves that could probably play hooker as well, like Connor Tracy or Braden Trindle. Um, but it's good to have another out-and-out hooker. I mean, could, can he put pressure on Braley, do you think? I think so. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Don't get me wrong. I think Blake, but Blake Braley's hooking service out of, uh, out of hooker is some of the best in the comp. He's mm. got such a smooth... But I absolutely believe it. I, I don't think Blake Braley has cemented himself so much 
that if he has a bad first 10 games, they wouldn't consider putting Beryl in. He's an interesting one, Bradley, because he came through the juniors as this running nine. Was mm. just, and we haven't really seen that. So as you said, his service is good. He's solid. But I think he's got a lot more upside in him. So he's one that I'm really keen to watch this year. Because oh, I, I hope bringing this kid in makes him sort of go, fuck. Yeah. There's, there's someone else here coming well, for me. I hope Fitzgibbon sits him down and says, uh, that when I watch Blake, I go, service incredible, gets through his work. But there just doesn't seem to be that confidence of, I'm taking the ball now. Like, mm. I'm taking a run. Or I'm getting to this point or I'm getting to that point. Um, I, I hope Fitzgibbon sits him down and says, mate, in today's game, your hooker needs to basically be the guy saying, this is where we're fucking yeah. going. Unless you've got a seven like a Reynolds or a Cleary or whatever. And, and they don't have that. Um, and so I, I hope that Braley gets the confidence to do that. And, and to be really clear, this is not to say Braley has played poorly. I think he's been really solid. Mm. He's still only 23 years old. But I agree with you. I think he's got so much more in him that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would have said the exact same thing about Jaden two years ago. Yeah, true. Um, and I think the thing with Blake as well, as you said, he doesn't have that moment where he just he just darts and he goes. Mate, he's got so many guys. If I was Fitzgibbon, I'd be saying, mate, every time after Sifatalakai runs, yeah. look up. Yep. Look up. Every time after Royce Hunt runs, look up. Because they've got a couple, you know, Fafita's obviously ageing. Yep. But they've got Royce Hunt. I think that Toby Rudolph falls in that same category. Yep. Sifa's probably the main one for me, though. Mm. As soon as, as, soon as Sifa takes a hit up, he only played a few games last year. He's got himself in trouble over the last few years. But it was a game that I watched last year, and I watched Sifra, and they, they scored five tries in the game. Three of them was after his hit-up. Yeah. He's just that sort – he just sucks guys in. And he gets those post-contacts. Yeah, they're an interesting side, the Sharkies. I like what I see, man. I really do. And, like, can you imagine that, that forward pack with under the tutelage of a guy like Craig Fitzgibbon? Yeah. And the one thing with the Sharks over the last few years, their defence – it's their defence that has really struggled. They manage to score points. They've never been a, really a side, at, well, at least the last few years, they can score points. Yeah. Uh, whereas Craig Fitzgibbon actually is the New South Wales defensive coach mm. and, obviously, and also obviously the – he's a Roosters assistant, but I think he leans heavily into the defence side defense, of things. Yeah. So, like, when you're looking at what do they need, it's like, you know, let's say we're talking in NFL terms, like you've got your offensive and defensive coach. Let's say you had the best or a good offence – and Craig Fitzgibbon was coming into that defense, it'd be perfect. Yep. So could be a really good – I really like what I see. If Wade Graham is healthy as well, we forget this guy came on 2019 or 2020, Origin, and basically won them that game out over in uh, Adelaide. Yep, Perth. 5-8. Um, pissing rain. Yep. Pissing rain and just took us to school. Wade Graham, if he's fit, is going to make a massive difference. The, the ability to – if you're a half, the ability to threaten the defence with we will go two pass and our back rower will be able to kick well. Off his left. Off his left. It is so annoying as a winger and a, and a fullback because you have to fucking constantly worry about are they going through the hands? Is he going to give it to Wade Graham? He's going to punch a hole. Is he going to do a grubber? It just adds this whole extra dimension. So, yeah, I think uh, Wade Graham is a Britain core, I think, had a quiet year, but he's got a lot of talent. Yeah, the other one I really like is Ty Wilton. He hasn't played a heap of first yep. grade. He's played about 20 first grade games. He looks really good. I, I come back to him again. If they can get the best out of Sifa Talakai, I don't know if you use him as a middle or an edge guy, but his potential is massive. I really like the forward pack. I love Toby Rudolph. Mate, Aiden Tolman, he's going to knock up 300 first grade games. Fuck. King nut trucker. Mate. Absolute weapon. Mate, talk about a grafter and yeah. just getting in the fucking trenches. He lives his life in the trenches. Honestly, maybe he was born in a trench. 
Like, I, I can't think of a single highlight from his if career. If he could play in a trench coat, he'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also can't think of a moment where Tolman's disappointed me at any Yeah, point. it's true. It's true. Uh, what's interesting, so we put Dale Finucane at lock. I don't think he'll play lock. I think he'll play in the front row. Yep. So when you look at their front row, you've got, you're probably going to start, what do you reckon? Do you reckon you start so, uh, Braden? So, well, uh, are we assuming Cam McInnes playing third eye? I think so. Yep. I think okay. so. So then you would go... Oh, I'd probably start with Rudolph up yep. there. I'd probably go Rudolph and Fanukan, I think. Bring Do you Hamlin. reckon Braden has that size, though, to just take that first impact, that first 20? Toby's quite mobile for a big boy. Interesting, though. Mm. It's a good problem to have. It's a great problem to yeah. have, yeah. yeah. I also think um, Royce Hunt is going to have a big size. Yeah, he's a big boy. Franklin Pelly as well. He's a young fella coming through, isn't he? A fucking well, he's beast. the one that they had to ask, can you stop going to the gym last year? Because apparently fucking he got too hell. big. Wow. It's an issue I've never fucking... What, what I like about their forward pack, though, it's got a lot of fucking bungle yep. about it. Um, I think definitely can. With a sprinkling of a heap of experience. Yeah. Between Fafita, Tolman, Finucane. Are you looking at 600, 700 games there? Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, crazy. And then Cam McInnes, who's... You know, that's what I love about this forward pack, is that you've got Finucane, McInnes, Wade Graham. All three have been first-choice captains in the NRL in the last two years. Yeah, it's different point. clubs. Like, that's a massive... As much as I worry about the halfback role... You've got so much experience in this side that I think they can, at, at worst, defend themselves to a top eight finish. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Uh, big concern, a uh, bit of a concern anyway, for me is very, very light in the backs. Mm. Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Ronaldo Mulatalo. Uh, unless there's another page. There's, oh, there's fuck centers me. on the other I was side. like, what the fuck? That doesn't even... Um, okay. And, and you know what? Even though there, there's four and there's two there, I would also argue, like, Connor Trace is in the halves. He's going to play centre. I, 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 I'll I, be shocked if Lockie Miller plays in the halves. I think he'll be a centre or a winger coming from Rugby Union. Um, I, I, I still... You know what? I, I don't take that back. I still... They're pretty light. Mm. You've got Jesse Ramian, who is a top-class centre. But outside of that, you've got Mulatalo, who's fantastic. But then, you know, you, you get one injury to the fullback. You're probably going to have to put Mulatalo back there, and or all of us, or Hines, but then, then your halves that yeah. get hit. Yeah, Man, I, I, if they can, and I know it's unlikely. I love him though. If they can get Moylan fit oh, playing man. his best footy, this all changes. Absolutely, this, this whole narrative is flipped on its head. Mm. Yeah, I, I. But I'm not confident that we're going to see the best. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been quite a few years. I've now. been calling it for about six years. <laughs> yeah, now. it hasn't paid dividends yet. Yeah, look. I think they're a little bit light in the outside backs. Like when you compare that to even the Broncos, when you've got like a Stags, a Selwyn, um, you know, Herbie. But at the same time, you compare their forward pack to most other clubs. Yes, absolutely. And they're, they're, they're all over them. So I guess it's a bit of give and take. Give and take. If, if they can keep, like if you can keep Will Kennedy, if they get no injuries, long-term injuries, uh, and you go, if you've got Will Kennedy, Katoa, Mulatalo, Rami and Ikevalu, mm. that's good. That's, if you can keep that. Yeah. That's pretty good. And I also I thought Connor Tracy was unreal. Last oh yeah, year I mean, yeah, in the you know, yeah, so, like, totally right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm probably not as worried about it as you. It is weaker than other sides. There's no doubt about it. But it's a salary cap. You got to give and take somewhere. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so you're Connor Tracy. You're right. Connor Tracy probably will play centre. He was one of their best players outside of Will Kennedy. Uh, Will Kennedy. Yeah. Um, they are forward heavy, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, backs can be like M- Mulatalo, he's a Queen's, like he didn't end up playing, 
he's a fucking good back. Will Kennedy was, you know, fantastic last year. I think as well, too, you look at their back row, there's a couple of guys there that you could throw in at centre and that they're okay. Sipitalakai, Nakora. I I think Ty Wilton could handle himself there as well. So I I actually think all round, as much as their backs aren't as good as their forwards, I think they've got a really reasonably well-balanced squad. For where they are in the comp, and, and, you know, you see some, like, like, for example, Newcastle finished higher than them last year. And you look at that and you're like constantly like, fuck, I don't know. Whereas, like, I think this is probably a well, more well-rounded squad. But Considering it's, they won a comp five years ago, they've got two players left. They yeah. sacked a coach halfway through last year. Got one player done for, you know, on the juice. Yeah. Um, got rid of, you know, one of the best centres that's played in the last generation. Had a salary cap uh, penalty for a period of time. Sean Johnson just left. Sean Johnson just left. Yeah, I mean, look, I think they've recruited so, so well. Nico Hines, Ikevalu is good as well. On his day. Yeah, I like what I see at the Sharks. I like what I see. Now, <clears throat> on to the Raiders. Talk about, uh, I don't know, man. When you look at their squad, you go, fucking oath. That's a premiership nearly. Uh, but I don't know. What, what do you, what is your head at with the Raiders? If they finish fifth, I won't be surprised. If they finish six, uh, 16th, I won't be surprised. I, I don't know how... I've got no idea what to read into these guys. It's, I mean, you look at their second row, their average games is 88 games. And they're only 26 And we've got old. Harry Rushton, who has played zero games on this list. Look at, so, listen, like, to this, listen to this fucking second row. Adam Elliott, Joseph Tarpanet, Elliott Whitehead, Hudson Young, Corey Hutter-Wiranara. I would honestly argue that's one of the deepest back rows in the NRL period. I would argue that Hudson Young could quite easily be the best out of them over the next few years, and he's played the least amount of games. Fuck, that's a good back row. And he's played 50 first-grade games. Like, uh, yeah. I... Wow, Tarpanet has played 140 NRL games. That's, I mean, that's such a good back row, man. Adam Elliott, is, he's a good player. Like, I know I he's, he's had his issues. bounce back this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big bounce back. He'll be 13 and he'll do really well. Yeah, he'll be good. I, I like him at 13. I don't know why the Bulldogs didn't just keep him He's heaps better at 13. Yeah. I don't know why they tried to use him as a back row or front rower. He's, it was bizarre to me. Yeah. I was like, he can ball play. Every time he played at 13, they look like a better side. Heaps better. Yeah. Um, Hudson Young, he's, he's uh, form over the last 12, even 16 months, but definitely the last 12 months, he's probably been one of their best players. Yeah. He's Whitehead been destructive. Just, Whitehead does the right thing on every oh, yeah. single play. Oh, yeah. He is always in the right spot. He's yeah. running the right line. He does everything right on every single play. He's, he's in the nicest way possible, he's like a poor man's way, Graham. Mm. Just yeah, with a little bit less upside. Well, you, you could even argue he, he, could, he could offer more value for money because he's not going to be yeah, on a sure. big yep. wicket. Um, what's interesting, though, is their prop. They've only got four actual props. Uh, average experience is 88, which is fantastic. Average age, 25, fantastic. Do you bring Hudson into the front row? Because... You know, you've got your back, you know, Elliot Whitehead's definitely one. Then you've got Adam Elliott probably at 13. Yeah. And then you could Corey Hutterwira on the other edge. I, th- I think Tapanay's going to be in the front row. Oh, you think it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you've got Papale, Gula, <coughs> Sutton, Hola, Tapanay. And, and I mean, Adam Elliott will play 13, so he'll, he'll play as a middle for me. Um, Damn, it's, it's going to be tough. You know, do you put Tapanay on the bench and start young Papali'i? I would. Tough. You got Very Corey Horsburgh, who I put at lock as well, but he could also be a prop. Oh, We've Corey Horsburgh as well, don't we? Yeah. So who's there? We got Horsburgh, Trey Mooney. Yeah. Well, Horsburgh for me is state of origin caliber. 
just been injured yeah, the last few years. Yeah, I think. I think, I think there was a period there where I thought I, I would have agreed with you. I just want to see a couple him. of injuries, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I reckon he'll be okay. I want to see him bounce back. I want to see him bounce back for sure. Um, so, yeah, you're looking at this squad and... Look at the hookers. I mean, that's, that's probably... Hodgson like, was competing with Cameron Smith four years ago. Yeah. Starling is one of the more suited modern hookers to the modern yep. game. Average age, 28. Damn. Tom Starling's 23. Surely that's wrong. No, he's pretty young. He's no, no, no. But like, how's the average age? Twenty-eight. Oh. Should be like yeah. twenty-four or something. 20, oh, sorry, twenty-five, twenty-six. Anyway, whatever. Well, Hodgson's um, thirty-three. Sorry, Hodgson's thirty-three. Yeah, okay, okay. What, so t- yeah, all right, minus five. Yeah, yeah, twenty-seven or so. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, hooking great. Forward pack, fucking outstanding. Like to me, this is an elite. This is a top four squad. Mate, you, you look. Have a look at the wingers. Kotrick, Rapana, Savage. Fuck. We haven't even got to the centres, and I know they're stacked there. Crocker, um, Croker, Chris, Smith Shields, Tomoko. Like, there's a heap of young talent there. My biggest concern, and it all depends on Fogarty. Yeah. If Fogarty can come in and do his role and release Whiten, then we're looking at a very scary side. But, I don't know. Uh, I, th- this will be a really unpopular opinion, but I, I don't think there's as big a gap between Fogarty and Sam Williams as what people... You reckon? Fuck, everyone says to me, oh, we need Whiten because he, you know, we need Fogarty because he kicks the corners and he organises. Yeah. I, I, think Sam Williams, that's, I think Sam Williams does a really good job at that sort of yeah. stuff. I, I sort of thought last year it more so came down to Jack Whiten taking responsibility for Jack Whiten. Yeah, okay. Stepping up. Oh, I, don't, don't get me wrong. If you say you can have Fogarty or Sam Williams, I'm taking Fogarty. Yeah. But I, the, p- people are acting like there's a, like a mild difference between the mm. two. I'm, I'm not... I just... Remember, we got to the last year last year with the Titans and people were going, do we bring Fogarty back in? Mm. But I just, I've watched Fogarty and there's just been games where he's really set it a lot. Mm. And that's where his upside is. Yeah, Williams, whereas yes. I look at a Sam Williams and, and don't get me wrong, good solid footy player, but there's never, I've never watched a game where I've been like, fuck, that was Sam Williams' game. Like mm. he, he took that game and changed it. Yeah. But I, I, I probably agree with you that there's not as much of a gap as, as some would uh, suggest I still want Fogarty Don't get yeah. me wrong mm. But I, I think Everything that everyone tells me Why Fogarty's going to be important Is what Sam Williams Already does Already does Yeah I, I, I think it's sort of more on Jack Whiten Fuck he's played 200 first grade games Jack Whiten Wow Yeah I see your point You know Sam Williams does enough Where Whiten should still be playing good footy Yeah um, It's a big year for Whiten Huge Fuck, year. it's a big Massive year Massive year Wow if he has another year like this last season that goes by, you, you almost go from a... Mate, the Dallium and Clive is very quickly forgotten. Yeah, and, and almost you go from a, a player that could have potentially signed an 800 to 900k contract to, mate, we'll pay you 500. And it sounds, oh, fuck, who, who wouldn't want 500? But mm. that's a huge difference. But based on the year before, he should be in that like, and top also, 20 sort of... Yeah, he yeah. still gets selected for... For origin. And, and if he has another year, though, Brad Fittler might just go, mate, look, I just can't. Pick I'm him. not sure if he's in, at the moment, I'm not sure if he's in my, t- I, I can't pick him at centre. Mm. 14, he's going to be competing with Pappy, mm. Radley, a heap of guys there. Yeah. It's, it's a big year. Yeah. And, and when he was on, he was, he's, what I loved about White, and he, he kind of like an old school mm. six. He was, he, there was a period there where like halves didn't really impact the game physically. Yep. And, you know, it wasn't too long, but, 
I, I feel like with Whiten, a, a bit like Freddie, like he was a very physical... Very Laurie Daly-like. Yes, yes, yeah. perfect, perfect example. Very physical and that physicality so many times in that 2020 season, 2020? That was when yeah. they were in the finals, was it? No, nah, 2019 was the grand final, yeah. 19. That 2019, the amount of times that his just pure will to physically hit someone turn things around for the Raiders was yeah. incredible. So I think he can bounce back. I think he can bounce back for sure. Uh, but it is going to be big, big year for him. Do you think there's an issue if they lose Whiten, do you think it's big, big problems for the Raiders? I think so. And I think if they lose Whiten this year, all of a sudden you've got Sam Williams and Fogarty and I think you've got the same footballer yeah. playing both positions all of a sudden. Um, yeah. Have but, you heard much about Brad Schneider? No. I actually thought he was a hooker, but I could be completely wrong. I haven't heard much about him. Um, but yeah, I, I think without knowing who Brad Schneider... Like, I also think Matt Frawley can play. I wouldn't pick him over Fogarty, but um, they have got decent depth in the halves. But yeah, if they lose White, and he's the X factor. He's the guy they need. Yeah, they need they need him playing now. There's been a lot of chat around Croker's position. What do you think? Club legend, done so much, been through the highs, the lows. Been aside from you know maybe his last, I guess, twelve months where he's struggled with injury and. Been one of the most consistent players you could find. Like, mm. yes, he's not Katoni Staggs, he's not Latrell Mitchell, or, but for a very long period of time, Jared Croker was an extremely consistent quality centre. What do you do there? It's like bagging your best mate, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because he's a so I've got so legend. much respect for what he's done. He's been a champion. He's played 291 first grade games and he's 31 years old. Yeah, crazy. He's been a champion player for a long time. But... I will say this, if Sebastian Chris was playing the way Jared Croker has played the last two years, mm. Sebastian Chris isn't in first grade, mm. unfortunately. Yep. Um, hopefully, Jared, he has had a couple of injuries over the last few years, I believe. I think he's carried a few things. But he hasn't been the same footballer he has been, and I, I'm pretty confident Jared Croker would agree with that. Mm. Um, yeah. So when you've got guys like Matt Timoko, uh, Timoko and Harley Smith-Shields who – Really fucking good young players. 21-21. A lot of very explosive, strong. Uh, then you've got guys like Savage that you're trying to get into the side. You've got to fit Kotrick and Rapana in somewhere. Kotrick, yeah, for somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's if, a I'm, tough call. if I'm going hard and fast, I don't think I have him in my round one team. As oh, hard as that yeah. is. Don't you, do you think that hurts your culture a bit, though? A guy like Croker yeah, isn't in your side. Potentially. It's a tough call. I know, I know, I know where you're coming from. Like it's it is, brutal. Like yeah. I, don't, I feel bad saying, and I hope I'm wrong. <clears throat> yeah. Like I once again, really hope I'm wrong, because you know I'd love to see him stamp into that 300 game club, playing really good footy. But yeah, I don't know. And these young kids are so good too. Mm. They're so explosive, powerful, can impact a game. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, they they make some bad reads in defence, but that's all part of you know learning your craft. Yeah. It's just, it's probably the most interesting situations that the Raiders find themselves in. A, a club that kind of prides itself on its history and, you know, kind of kind of country values. Mm. And they've got a guy, a country player, a country bloke that has just been such a clubman for so many years. How do you, how do you have that If he was to hit the open market today... Mm. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm not sure how it'd go, to be honest yeah. with you. But I just think there's, there's a bit more to it than... Yeah, yeah, there's a culture side the of things which you are 100% yeah. right. He is the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. He has been the Canberra Raiders for a very long time. Do you think they're having conversations with him like... Like, are you thinking about getting retiring or? Well, it, uh, and I'm from the outside looking in, but the day I saw Kotrick sign, I straight away thought, "Fuck, that is not good for Jared Croker." Croker is contracted 2022, 2023, and he's got a player option for 2024. Fuck. Yeah, they'll be having conversations. They'll be putting so much pressure on the poor fella. That's and that this is this is where it really tests a club's culture yeah. and a club's. What principle does this club stand for? Are they willing to hurt if he doesn't if he doesn't play well, um, or can they find a way like the Storm seem to do, where the Storm have such a good knack of knowing when a guy's a player time is up, it's time. yeah, and and knowing when to organise other deals for them, you know what I mean? Do something. It, this is such a, a tough situation. I also I, think with Jared Croker though that he's he comes across to me to be a very sem- sensible, level-headed guy. I, I reckon he can read the room at the moment, but reading the room and just getting rid. Of, let's say, let's say this is his last year, and his next two contracts are five hundred, five hundred. That's a million dollars that he's yeah, just going to walk away yeah. from. And 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 also he earned that contract. Like it's not he didn't. Yeah, that's fair. You know yep. what I mean? Like he didn't sign himself. Mm. He 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 fucking worked his ass off, got that club to the position where it is today. Well, you know they struggled last year, but they were competitive two thousand twenty. Very close to winning a premiership 2019. He was the captain through that period. If you're going to, like, to walk away from a million dollars because you're not playing as well as you used to, it's almost, I understand from a fan's perspective, you're like, well, you're hurting our team. But it's also like, well, are any of you guys going to call me after this and say, oh, do you need any help with any money? Or, like, he earned that contract. They gave it to him. It's, that's not on him. If you're angry at anyone, you should have been angry at the club. because Yeah, fair. Yep. Like it, so was he? You know, no one, no fan would go walk away from a million dollars just because they're not playing good footy. He'd be training just as hard. He'd be trying just as hard, but he just wouldn't be. You know, again, this is. I hope he does bounce back and fucking. I hate having it. this conversation. Yeah, I, I, it makes. I, I fucking it. hate it too because he's yeah. he's such a legend of a bloke. Yeah. Um, but I know the realities of footy, like because I've been through it too. You know, I've, yeah. I've been moved on from a club. I know I've had clubs come to me and because you know certain things have been agreed to that they're not. Working, they're not actually given me, then new people come in and they push me out of the club because they don't want to give me what was agreed to. I would rather see Jared Croker retire. I would hate to watch him play for Mounties or mm. whatever it is because he, he's too much of a good player to be back there. But I don't know, once again, hopefully he comes out this year, he brains it, yep. finds his best form again. Look, this, um, is, this is one of the situations where, and I know this is going to be, you know, some people might poke holes through this because it hasn't been fully thought out. But when you've got a one-club man that has just given his body for that club, blood, sweat, and tears, surely there's a, a kind of retirement plan that you could give to 10-year players or whatever. So, for example, he's got a million dollars. Let's say, let's, let's just assume that he doesn't find his form again. Mm. And they go, look, 
Croker retire, that a million dollars will give it to you over the next 10 years or whatever. Surely there's a way we could come up with situations where longer term clubs could get, players could get rewarded instead of what always happens. How often have we seen a club legend towards the end of their career get completely fucking shafted mm. and that relation with the club just gets decimated because it's a fight over, they signed him for too long. Like, look what, it just happens all the time. Surely we can implement a system that rewards one club players. Yeah, as much as, you know, he might not be playing in two years, I'll be shocked if Jared Croker ever leaves that building. Mm. I think he will always have a place there to some degree. Um, you know, you look at the champion centres they've had over the years and everything yeah. from Mal and all these sort of guys. Well, like, I, I would have Croker at the very I, – I couldn't probably have him in their best 13 ever, mm. but I, I think he'd be on my bench like, mm. for what he's achieved there and how long he's been there for. Um, I think you're underestimating the ruthlessness of clubs and how far they will go to make you leave your contract early so they don't have to pay you and their salary cap has an extra fucking $500,000 in it. Mm. Like, think about, think about you've, you've given your fucking body to this club and they are basically saying to you, <laughs> like, this is what this is, and I'm not saying this is going to happen with the Croker situation, but the usual scenario is this. You have, you know, you're in, you're, you're in a guy like Croker's, you know, spot. The club is like, fuck, we, we got no salary cap. We've got young guys coming through. They may go to Croker and go, we guarantee you, you are not playing first rate ever again at this club unless you leave right now. And so they put the player, the, the player in a position where he can either slave away and be just treated like shit in reserve grade, like to the point where he's doing all the promos. He's, he is just getting, you know, the coach doesn't speak to him anymore. That's the kind of lengths they will go to to pressure you into a situation where you're so mentally unhappy that you go, you know what? I don't want that money. I just want to be fucking out of here. And that's the concern I have. Like, how, look, look, look at what happened with Farah and Benji. Mm. You know, look what happened with some of the, the Broncos players, like, at the end of their career. You know, like, it happens every, all the time. I would argue, though, that, I, like, and once again, I say this as respectfully as I can, I thought Jared Croker played so poorly last year mm. that I couldn't believe he was picked mm. week in, week out, and they kept picking him. That's, that's the only thing that makes me doubt that they might treat him that way okay fair that, enough that, that's where i'm sitting on it but you, this does happen all yeah. the time so you're, Benji you're and Farrow were playing 10 times better when they were getting absolutely blacked out punted. like that than what, than what for me jared croker is at the yeah. moment i mean you look at a guy i know he's not a career player but like flanagan signs a, t a, t a three-year deal at the roosters and they didn't want him and he was gone in 12 months yeah. and it was just nothing he could do about it um and and it's a different scenario but it's just that the clubs will go to that length to preserve their salary cap but you make a really good point you make a really good point ricky stewart is old school of the sense that if you're with me i'm with you to the death if you're against me i'll fucking yeah, i'll finish you i'll but, literally yeah. finish you so you're right ricky could be you know what i'm willing to fall on my sword on this situation um yeah it's an interesting one man i i, I hate i i i pray i pray to i pray to buddha i pray to buddha it's hey buddha guy. Buddha, if, the, if you're fucking, if you're fair dinkum, get Croker back in the side having a dig, killing it. I want to see that head kid down the sideline scoring match winners and goal kicking. I want to see the good Croker of 2019 taking his team to a grand final. So Buddha, if you're listening, please do that. He um, would be. Mate, how good would it be? I, I, just to be, because... Like, he, you know, you, you, you could argue very unlucky not to play some Origin. Some people think yep. that he should have played Origin. At his peak, one, which was like eight years. Mm. Yep. 
Totally, totally. Um, I think another huge thing that people massively overlooked at the Raiders last year, Charles Nickel Klukster. He got injured, and ever since they lost him, they were a shell of themselves. He came back, and they actually put together some decent footy. He is so crucial to them. And when I start hearing whispers about him moving to centre, I want to fucking punch myself in the dick. I want to graze my nuts along broken glass on a minus five degree day with sand on it. When I hear that shit, he is a fullback. He's a top tier fullback in my opinion. And the, in the grand final, 2019, before he got cramps, he was the best player on the field in my opinion. Imagine going so hard that you have to cramp up with 20 minutes to go. And go to he ran for like right. 277 metres yeah. or something in the grand final. Like, yeah. He was incredible. Yeah, I can't believe the centre chart. I think we spoke about this last time, but I just, I, he's he's the first choice fullback by country mile, and it's an absolute no-brainer for me. You've already got three centres that can't get into this team that I think are mad. But how weird is it that the yeah, centre chart strange. keeps coming up? It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. I, fuck. And I mean, I like the look of Xavier Savage, but he's played two, three games of football, whatever it is. Chance has taken you to a grand final 18 months ago. You play heaps better when he's on the field. Yep. And Xavier Savage still has a lot of development in his ball playing. He's yep. a ball runner right now, very fast, gets through a lot of work. But ball playing is arguably more important as a fullback these days. Like, yep. look, at, look at a guy like, you know, I know the end of his career wasn't, you know, the best. But Darius Boyd, was, that was all he did was yep. ball play. King of the three on two. King of the three on two. Yep. Run premierships, multiple. So I truly hope that, you know, uh, they stick with him at fullback. Interesting, Albert Hopawadi, uh, huge raps coming through. Do you know more about Albert Hopawadi? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Hopper's had huge raps for what feels like five years now. Mm. Just injury after injury. Um, I, I hope he does kick on, but I don't know. It always worries me when you hear these huge raps for X amount of years. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, for a Hopawadi to leave Manly. I know others have, obviously, but um, yeah, that's a bit of a red flag yeah, okay. for me okay. at the age he was at. And he, yeah. d- he didn't leave for a huge money contract. Mm. He left for opportunity elsewhere. So, But yeah, I, I've heard so many good things about him, but he just can't seem to stay on the field, the poor bastard. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not investing the same amount into him now as I was two or three years ago, okay. thinking he's going to be... Yeah. Nick Kotrick. The great Nick Kotrick. Went to the doggies... Didn't work out. Are we going to see origin-level Kotrick again? I hope so. Depends where he plays, I think. Mm. Do you play him at centre or on the wing? On the wing. He's a winger to me. I think he's okay. a great winger. Um, interesting. 23 years old, 107 NRL games. Mm. That's a lot of NRL for 23 years old. Yeah, it is. <coughs> oh, wait, he's played for the kang- Kangaroos, I'm pretty sure. Did he? I think, no, nah, I think junior. The, the, that junior side, maybe? But, yeah, obviously origin. And he was, he was decent in origin. He did his job. I got a feeling he might have played. Can- yeah, he did yeah, well he in did. Origin. He played two games for Australia. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, before he went to Canterbury, yeah. Wow. Okay. So. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, when you think of the wingers that we have, like, that's a yeah. bare effort by Kotrick. Yeah, he's he's done well, mate. He's I think people have forgotten over the last 18 months how good he was. Oh, he's so. a gun. Absolutely. He debuted but at once like again, 18. I'm assuming that Rapana, oh, I don't know, he, he sort of played a bit of left and right last year. If I've got Kotrick on left wing, I want to be very selective with who my left centre is. Mm, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, look, forward pack, fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. I mean, you know what? Squad, fantastic. Yeah, squad it's a good squad. It's sorted. It's 
It's more off-field stuff I'm worried about. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 